My name is David Siegler, and welcome to my podcast. Hi, everybody out there in property sourcing profit land. This is the podcast for you. If you are outsourcing property for profit, for yourself or for your investors, uh, and are making money in property today, I've got five Five top tips that I'm going to share with you today. And all of these tips come from conversations that I've had with mentees that I'm working with who are early on the, in their journey on the property uh, sourcing ladder. They're just starting out. Top five things that you need to make sure that you're doing to make sure that your property business works, that you find deals, that you sell them to investors, and uh, that you start making money. That's the key thing. So I'm going to dive straight into this with top tip number one. Top tip number one, you've got to be busy. Be busy. Write that down. Be busy. Not if you're driving, flying a helicopter, doing brain surgery, whatever it is that you're doing at this particular moment, you can write it down later. Okay. But be busy. You've got to do something, guys. You've got to start. And at the start, you're better to be a busy fool. Yeah, I just said that. You're better to rush out there and do activity. So talk to everyone you meet about what you're doing. Tell them about your new property business. It's absolutely key. Tell them that you are looking for deals to serve your investors, that you might be new, but you know the numbers in your area. Absolutely key to know the numbers in your area. What are you looking for? Tell the estate agents, if you're in the estate agent, what you're looking for. Right. If you're at a network meeting, tell other people you meet what you're looking for for your investors. Rush around at the beginning. Yeah, rush around. I did. You should do it too. Rush around at the beginning and make sure everyone knows what you're doing. So get busy. Here's what I see. I see people worrying. Oh, I'm experienced. I won't be able to talk to an investor. I can't find the investors. Oh, what, I'm going into an estate agent office. What should I say? Bit worried about talking to the estate agent. No, no, no. Don't worry. Just get out there and do it. Do you think for a moment that uh, it's the first time that, that an estate agent has ever spoken to anyone who started a deal packaging business? Of course not. And uh, you, it's important to tell them that you're at the beginning of your journey so that they understand that you might make the odd mistake or two. And if you make a mistake, and this is absolutely key, let's let's say you know what your numbers are, and I'm going to come back to that in, in top tips two, three, four, and five. If you know what your numbers are and you agree a deal and you want to push the thing forward and then you wake up in the middle of the night panic struck because you missed a number out and actually the deal isn't the deal you thought it was, that's cool. Don't worry about that. What you need to do is go back to the estate agent and say, my bad. I got the arithmetic wrong, but I'm new. You knew I was new, so I got the arithmetic wrong. I apologize. I've come in straight away to see you so that we can have this conversation before people spend money on lawyers, on uh, valuers, on mortgage applications, that sort of thing. I've learned from this. I won't get it wrong again. It's not the first time that an estate agent will have had a deal fall through. It's not the first time that they've had a conversation. What makes you different from the rest is that instead of hiding from it, you went in straight away and saw the uh, estate agent and told them what it was all about. So make sure you go in straight away. Make sure they know what's going on because they're only going to get cross with you 
if you leave it for five, six weeks, hoping it will go away, whatever the problem is, right, and eventually it will come back and bite you in the bottom because that's what they do, um, and the estate agent will get fed up if you leave it that long when people have actually spent money with solicitors, surveyors, whatever. That's when they get cross. So do it day one. Get out there. Most important thing, be busy. Get busy. Go in and bother the estate agents as often as you can. Now, I realise some of you are doing this alongside your work, your employment, but that's no reason for you to stop contacting them. Get out there. Face-to-face -face is best if you can do face-to-face. -face. If you can't do face-to-face, -face, pick the phone up. Keep picking the phone up. The drawback with the phone is sometimes they don't answer the phone. The person you want to talk to, you've connected with one person maybe in the office. Maybe they were, you want to talk to them and they're not there maybe they're hiding from you, right? They've had 1,500 phone calls they could do without another one. It's not about you. It's never about you personally, right? Maybe they don't want to talk to you. All of this stuff is key. So the main thing is be busy. Be busy. Get out there and be busy. Number two, number two. If you're in an area of uh, the United Kingdom where you think it doesn't work, I'm telling you it works. Deal packaging, finding investment properties for investors works everywhere. There are deals being done today. Deals being done as I'm speaking to you now. All over the United Kingdom. And people are buying property now. Property professionals are buying property today. They're buying it in the south of England. They're buying it in the north of England. They're buying it in that wonderful stretch across the Midlands. So maybe they're buying for cash flow. We go north for cash flow. These are very broad brush um, uh, rules here, but you get you get the point. Okay, we go north for cash flow. Maybe they're buying for capital growth. Here's the great thing about capital growth: is it's capital growth that makes you wealthy over time. So you want capital growth in your business, and your investors need capital growth so that in 10, 15 years' time, they're going to look at the asset they bought today, and they're going to say, "Wow, I'm so pleased I bought this." I'm so pleased I listened to Dave because it's gone up twice, three times in 15 years. You know, well done, Dave. We, and they'll remember me, you know, with a smile and uh, a kindly thought when I've gone to the deal packaging world on the other side. Who knows? Okay, so number two, make sure, don't change your area. Don't change your area, change the strategy. So you might have to change the strategy. You might have to get a little bit more technical. So in the north of England, you will see friends starting deal packaging businesses. They buy, they're selling little houses, 70, 80 grand, producing gross yields of eight, nine, maybe 10% if we're really lucky up there. And people will buy those, right? And they can do a lot of deals. If you're in the south of England, it's not quite so straightforward. Single lets in uh, Kensington and Chelsea might not produce a great yield, maybe 3%. Maybe less. Who knows? But there's other things in London and the great cities of the South that you can do that won't work in the North. Really, David? What are they? Here's two or three off the top of my head. Short leases. Flats with short leases. If you can extend the lease, so you buy it below market value, or <laughs> did I just say below market value? Okay, so here's what I meant, team. You can buy it at a discount to the market. Ooh, okay. The discount to the market, because it's only got 40, 50, 60 years left on the lease, 
And then there are investors who specialize because they've got the knowledge, the know-how, they know how these things work, to extend the leases. They put another 90 years on through the statutory process, peppercorn rent, the ground rent's done away with. Uh, and then they've got 130, 20, 30 years left on the lease. Immediately, A, that flat is mortgageable again, and B, they can get a good market price for it. It is no longer discounted. I never said BMV. I didn't. It's no longer discounted to the market because it's only got a short lease. Short leases work. You may add, add massive value in the south of England. Now, in the north of England, it's more challenging because the uplift in value is not the same. So maybe it won't work. Okay. In the south of England, again, short, le short leases, yes. Flats, right? Converting studio to one bed, one bed to two bed. Okay you are making a massive uplift in value with those projects. Again, it doesn't work in the north of England so well, might in specific areas, but basically the uplift in value is not sufficient, okay? Adding value, garden plots, bungalows to uh, two-story houses, all of these things, all of these strategies work. What you have to do is work out which one is appropriate to where you are. That's what you have to work out. Okay, so do not change the area. I spoke to a really bright young man, really, really bright young man who lives in Cornwall. And he wants to start his property business in Liverpool because he can see in his mind what the strategies are in Liverpool and he knows they're going to work. And they are going to work. And Liverpool's a great place to work as a deal packager, right? But not if you live in Plymouth, guys. I mean, it takes you three days to get from Plymouth to Liverpool, right? And then you've got to come home again. Okay, so maybe one might want to think that through again. Don't necessarily change the geography, change the strategy. There are strategies that work in Plymouth. Plymouth's a great town to work, but they're not the same as the ones that work in Liverpool. So let's recap. Number one, be busy. Number two, do not change your area. Change the strategy so it fits your area. Number three. It's a people business. It, people, people, people. Your core skills have to be being able to build relationships with people. So on the vendor side, on the estate agent side, it's putting yourself in a position where they'll come to you first with their deals, where they tell you first, before even they got the deal on their desk, maybe, that they've got something coming in that might be of interest to you. Okay? Absolutely key. On the investor side, it's a people business, guys. You've got to look after people. You've got to have people skills. You've got to present yourself as somebody who is honest, trustworthy, a good person. I know you're all good people watching this, um, who's got the competence, the technical ability, and the backup locally to produce whatever strategy it is that works in your area. So relationships are key. Uh, and here's something I used to do, right? I, 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 it's not so here's something I used to do, you know, when I was much more hands-on with the sourcing side of my deal packaging business. I'm more involved in the investor side now. Uh, but when I was in the sourcing side, I would go in to the same estate agent's office maybe twice a, during the day. You know, so I'd go in regularly in the morning just to catch up what's going on, anything new in, got anything hidden under your desk, let's have a look, What would, would you know, got anything that would work for me? And then if I'm going anywhere near that office again, so say I'm going out at lunchtime, get a sandwich, maybe mid-afternoon, 
going to hide from the phone and have a cup of tea in town somewhere, I would pop in. Hi, me again. What's coming today? Have I missed anything since this morning? I know you've been talking to people. What's going on, right? That's absolutely key. Relationships, badger them, drive them mad. Be the first one they think of when they're thinking who to sell it to, right? Who should I show this deal? I've got a deal coming. Who should I show it to? And they're frightened. They're sitting there frightened that Dave's going to come around the corner any minute and come through the front door. You've got to be that person. You know, be Dave coming around the corner um, and coming through the front door. So, you know, if you badger the life out of people, it's the way the world works, guys. Badger the life out of people, they will put you top of the list. So relationships, relationships, relationships. Get online and start talking about what you do for your investors, what the potential of what you do. If you haven't done a deal yet, that's cool. Talk about the potential of who you are, where you live, what the strategies are, where you work, okay? But relationships, 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 absolutely key. So number one, top of the shop, be busy. Number two, don't change your area, change the strategies that work in your area. Make sure you work with the right strategies. Number three, it's a people business. Relationships, relationships, relationships. Number four, network, network, network. Get yourself out there. Go to network meetings. And don't always go to the obvious ones. Don't always go to property network meetings. Because uh, in my experience, you tend to find the same people every month at the same property network meetings, right? Here's something I heard recently. It was very, very interesting to me. I heard from a very good friend of mine that she finds a lot of her investors from business events, business network meetings. So what do you find at business network meetings? You find business people, some of whom are are very successful. They've earned money in their business, but they might not be property investors. But we believe, and when I say we, I mean the British people, right? We understand. We do. It's It's in our bones, right? We understand the power of property to change our wealth, to make us wealthy over time, right? We, we've all grown up with it and watched it, and we believe in it. So if you're talking to business people who have made their money through business and don't know where to invest what money they've made, you can help them by producing a bricks and mortar investment for them. So go to business events. Put yourself out there in business events. But network, network, network. You know, go on... Any invitation you get to see or be heard, if it, go on somebody's podcast. If you if someone invites you to do a podcast episode, you know don't say to them, "Oh well, I'm a bit busy for two a couple of weeks." Say, "Yes, yeah, let's do it now. Let's get on Skype. Jump on. Do it over the internet. You don't even have to be in the same room. You can get it done." I've done interviews. You know, I've done interviews with people who are not in the same room. So podcasting, go on other people's podcasts, even if you haven't got one yourself. Why would you have one yourself? But get invited onto other people's podcasts to talk about who you are. People will come. Okay, so what have we got? We've got be busy, be active, get out there. Don't change your area. Number two, don't change your area. Change the strategy to fit the area. Number three, it's a people business. Build deep, deep, deep relationships and be busy out there. Number four, network your backside off. Get out and talk to everyone. By the way, if you do all this stuff, you know what's going to happen, guys. You're going to start making money. You are, because it's the people that do all this stuff start making the money. Number five, I've got one more. This is really, really important. Follow-up. The follow-up. The money's in the follow-up. Always in the follow-up. Very rarely will you get a deal 
day one, first viewing, make an offer, shake hands, get the deal. That happens very, very rarely. The same with investors, right? You meet somebody once. You're not going to get it on the first date, the money guys. You're not. You've got to follow up. You've got to build relationships. You've got to have an exchange of messages, an exchange of emails, however you're communicating, right? Make sure you position yourself as the go-to guy or girl who can fulfill the uh, investor's wants, needs, dreams, desires, wishes. Regular contact is key with whoever it is, vendors and estate agents on one side, investors on the other side. But follow up, follow up, follow up. The money is in the follow up. So I'm coming to the end of this episode. If I've gabbled a bit, it's just because I'm excited because there are so many new people coming into deal packaging. You are going to make great money if you follow these top five tips if you're just starting out today. Five. There you go. Number one, be busy. Get yourself out of there. Number two, do not change the area that you're working in. Change the strategy so the strategy works in your area. Number three, it's a people business. Build deep, deep relationships. It will serve you forever. Number four, network. Get your backside out there. Tell everyone what you do. Tell everyone what you do. People will come. And number five, follow up, follow up, follow up. The money is in the follow up. I hope this has been helpful to you. Um, If you've got any questions, queries, by all means, message me. I'm on Facebook. I'm on LinkedIn. I'm all over the place, wherever you want to be. Let me know how you're getting on. I, I love to hear from you guys. Let me know what your issues are, what the problems are, what your successes are. Share your successes as well. Uh, let me share it with other people. I'll be as discreet as you want me to be. Get out there and do it. You're going to sell all of them. It's going to be great. Thank you for listening. I am David Siegler. See you on the next episode. Hi, everyone. Welcome to this episode of Property Sourcing Profits. I've got some top, 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 top tip tops. Top tip tips tops. Ten top tips. (laughs) Fuck.